everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode 278. Absolutely. I am your host, Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me as always is my good buddy Rob. Who I cannot hear. Mute Rob. You made me mute. You made me mute, and now you threw off my whole thing. Because I initially said, you betcha. That's my new thing now. So, uh, I'm Rob, also known as Freestar on this Xbox Live. Thanks for watching the show, as usual. Good it's to be here. Xbox Good to be here, right? Life, not live. Live? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, sorry for the delay, folks. We, uh, yeah. my, my fault, technical difficulties, as usual. So, but, uh, actually, you know what? We're this we Xbox, we're this Xbox Life Live. Because okay. we are live. I guess. Okay. For the moment, we'll see how it goes. You betcha. <laughs> so, well, you can check out our website at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, also, we want to thank you all for supporting us and ask that you can continue to support us by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon using our affiliate page. And uh, we got some good news for you guys. Uh, we have talked oh, about. Wow. We talked uh, for a couple of months now, six months, I guess. We've been talking about our affiliate page at Amazon and said we were going to, you know, when you guys use that uh, affiliate page and buy stuff at Amazon, we actually get some credit for that. And uh, you guys have been outstanding, and we have gotten some money enough that we're going to start giving away some stuff back to you guys as promised. So what we're going to do over the next eight weeks is give away some Xbox gift cards in the amount of $10 each. It's not a lot, but it's a start. We were gonna do twenty, but you know, to four people. But we thought let's give ten dollars to eight people. So that's what we're gonna start with. And uh, so what we're gonna do for these next eight weeks is every week during the community section of the show, we're gonna put an image up on the screen. It's going to be a game that is uh, on the Xbox platform, and it's just gonna be a um, uh, box art, if you will. And uh, we're just going to show it. We're not going to say what it is. Um, so you're going to need to check out the live stream on Twitch or check out the replay on uh, YouTube uh, at some time throughout the week. And just tell us what uh, when you see that game art, you're just going to go to our website, go to our contest page, and Rob will hopefully very soon have the page up for you to... Uh, join the contest and it'll be just like before just put your uh, gamer tag and then your answer and that's it and then uh, we'll draw a random number next week and we'll announce the winner next week and we will send you we need your gamer tag make sure it's spelled correctly because we're going to send you a code through through Xbox Live uh, and that will give you $10 worth of Microsoft monies that you can spend alright so uh, hold on to that and, and prepare for that for later on in the show and uh, again we're going to do this for the next eight weeks all right and keep buying from amazon.com using our affiliate page because uh, the more you guys buy from us or from them on our page the more we'll get to uh, be able to give away all right absolutely yeah that's right you betcha <laughs> so uh, hey i also i also wanted to add that um we're going to be moving our website to a new data center. Uh, I was hoping it was going to happen this weekend, but it looks like it didn't. So I imagine it's probably going to be during working hours uh, sometime this week. So if you are trying to hit, hit our contest page and the website's not coming up, just keep in mind that uh, the move is probably happening at that time. Uh, in, it's in the middle of the move. So just wait a little bit and try it again. It should be back up. So just uh, keep that in mind. Just in case you run yeah. into it. Absolutely. Yes. And I got to say, yeah. that's gonna get old. <laughs> are you gonna? You want to explain that, or are you just gonna run with it all night? I'll run with it. Okay. I'm sure those that have been in the Facebook group will understand the title of the show and what Rob is now doing. So. <laughs> yes. we'll, we'll just okay. Leave it at that. All right. So what did you play this week, Rob? So this week I played a little bit more of Lara Croft and uh, was it Lara Croft Guardian of Light? I believe is the name. Something pretty close to that. Whatever it is. That is correct. It's it's the freebie. Uh, this yeah, it's the second half of January freebie. 
fantastic game. I really enjoy it. Uh, so hopefully we'll finish that one up this week. And then on Blizzard.net, they uh, this past week released Hearthstone. It's a card game. It's an open beta right now. It's actually pretty fun. If you like Magic or uh, any of those type of uh, collectible card games, uh, definitely check this thing out. It's kind of a big download. It's about a gig to download, but it's actually really fun. I like it a lot better than Magic. It's really, really, really well done. Uh, double thumbs up to that. And then on a side note, I got suckered into this clash of clans with some buddies at work. So I'm giving that a try. Very annoying game. They really, really want you to buy stuff in the game. Did you ever play that, Mark? No. Clash of Clans? Yeah. They have these little gems, these green gems, they call them, or something. And they're obnoxious with these things. When you're first playing the tutorial, you spend these gems, which, of course, you earn. Uh, it's very difficult to earn them. Or you can easily purchase them. <laughs> Funny how that works. And they're really obnoxious with it. Like, there's this big arrow just, like, pointing down. It's like, here, here, click here. Click here to spend the gems. Here. Why wait? Click here. Don't be stingy. Come on, click here. It, it's really annoying. But uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. It's probably going to go uh, into the uninstall list just like every other mobile game that I've ever tried. How about you, Mark? What have you been playing? Okay. Well, I'm trying to check my audio levels. I'm being told I'm quiet again. Oh, my goodness. So, anyways, um, as soon as I see myself talking on the TV, I'm going to mute here and make sure I'm as, just as loud as you are. In fact, let me check. Because to me, you sound pretty loud. trying to hopefully you're not hearing the TV in the background but uh, hold, hold on we need yep. that technical yep it's quiet we need yeah, a technical I... difficulty music <laughs> do, 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 do. alright I think this one I can change on the fly but I just I'm just so worried about changing audio settings like we blew everybody out last week so here oh, we, we probably did that earlier I'm so. on a bump it up uh, just to here Whoa. and uh, this the school let me know if that sounds any better that should be that should be where I was expecting it Rob I think your audio volume is just too high but uh, I'll drop mine down a little bit we'll go with this and uh, and hopefully it's good so anyways let's move on and uh, what I did play this week was some Dead Rising 3 I played the DLC that came out uh, played some Call of Duty Ghosts, and I played a little something called Battlefield 4. Whoa. <laughs> no way. Now, see, Rob, you shouldn't have messed with your audio. I meant turn your headphone volume down, not your mic settings down. I did. I turned that down, and I turned my mic down just a touch. No, don't okay. touch your mic. <laughs> don't touch the mic. I slap you. Okay. We're getting we're getting confirmation we're both good at the moment so okay fantastic don't don't touch anything um, but yeah I was you know I, I don't know I mean I played Battlefield four I, I I love Battlefield two I mean I was a huge fan of that game yeah and then Battlefield three I don't know what it was it just let me down I, I just I don't know um, but it's like I've always wanted it's the game I want to love it's like I want to have that desire like I had back in the day BF three I wanted to like be at Battlefield 3. I even went and bought, yeah. I, and I kept going back to it. I mean, I had bought the game. I bought the premium membership. You know, I, I kept going back to it, trying. And every once in a while, I'd get into it and be like, okay, this is fun. And then just all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I, I hate it. I'm mad at it. But um, so I never did get it. I tried Battlefield 4. I'd rented it for the 360. I thought it was horrible. And um, why is that? Just. Well, it looked horrible. Uh, it ran okay. horrible, um, and I, I I hated the campaign. I just thought it was ugly and just wasn't very much fun. Okay. Well, I've been itching for something I think different or something to play, and I just remember seeing on the Xbox tour that I went on. I remember seeing the game. We never played it. That was the one game we didn't play that day. 
but it looked so good. I was just like blown away by how well it looked. So I finally, I'm like, you know, I decided I'm not going to get the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition because I don't want to pay $60 for the same game I have sitting on my shelf that I can play in my 360 again if I want. And the only difference is that it's going to look better. It's the exact same game. There's nothing new about it. So I'm like, if I really wanted to play it again, I can just put the Xbox 360 version into. I really care to see the different strands of her hair flowing through the wind. No, yeah. I, I, not for 60 bucks. So I decide, you know what? I'm just going to bite the bullet, as so to speak, and pick up Battlefield 4 because so many people are playing it. So I, I got it, um, dude, and it took forever to download. This How big was the is it? longest game. I think it was about 35 gig. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I started it like 4 in the afternoon. I finally was like, yeah, you know, let me just get this. And I started downloading it. 11 o'clock at night, it still wasn't done. But it, could you I was, play it at all? I could play the single player. And I had started earlier in the night. I was, you know. But, I mean, I went to bed at like 11. I was done playing the single player. And, uh, you know, for that night. And it was still downloading. I was like, my goodness. So I don't know what was going on. I got a, I've got a f quick uh, internet connection. So I don't know if it was just Xbox Live was slow for the downloads or what. But this is one of those things I worry about. I was like, you know, we're looking at like seven hours. It was still downloading. That's crazy. So if we're going to be all digital, Microsoft's going to have to beef up some speed on their other end. Um, unless for some reason it was my ISP throttling Xbox Live. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I was like, that's a little disconcerting. So, And as that big as these time. things are, as big as these games are, we need external drive support pretty darn quick, dude. Um, I, I don't know how much space I've taken up on there, but I've got all my stuff's digital. You know, so every time I install something, if I'm taking up 50 gig, that's not a lot of games. You know, that's, I think we're we're going to be about eight games and you're maxed out. And I think I'm sitting at about eight games already. Not all of them take that much space. But, you know, uh, I'm just like, wow. I don't want to, and I don't want to delete Battlefield 4 and, you know, to put something else on there and then have to re-download all that again. You know, even though you can, I don't want to have to do that. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. we need external drive support. But I will say this to the Battlefield community. I am having a really good time with this game. I started off playing, I thought, well, I could play this single player while the multiplayer was downloading. So I started with it, and I actually finished the campaign, and actually really enjoyed it. And it turns out that on the 360 version, when I quit, I was almost done. <laughs> I only had like one more, I had like, I think two missions left to do, or two levels left to do, and the game was done oh, uh, wow. on the 360. So I was just kind of chuckling. But... I did enjoy it, and the game looks amazing on Xbox One. Um, Huge difference? Yes, from absolutely. Generations. Oh, yes, yes. You can notice it on that game. And um, so I got into the multiplayer, and I've been playing with you know people from our community, and i got to say, I've had... There's still some frustration. It's there. Um, but I really did enjoy it, and if I can get away from just who cares if you die I, I gotta focus like there's times I'm not even like there's this map called Metro and it's just mayhem and all I do is I go in as assault class and I just stand in the back and I just keep throwing out med packs dude and I'm getting experience like crazy um, and it's just insane you know uh, so as long as I'm like I don't have to always go in there and get the kill death ratio up or get I don't you know I, like on Call of Duty I'm always like if I'm like 50-50 I'm happy you know if I'm above that okay you know I just want to hold my own I don't want to go in and be 4 and 20 you know and even in Call of Duty I jump out of those servers when that happens where I'm just getting destroyed so um, I, with Battlefield you're going to die a lot and that's what I've just discovered I just got to get the mindset of oh well do, do the medic staff, drop the packs, you know, support. If, you, if I can just go in and be a mechanic or, you know, drop the ammo, drop the health packs, do that type of stuff, you know, try to, you know, do different things to support the team, then I'll get points. And I got to look at it that way. Um, and one thing I did today was they brought the commander mode back. 
and it's a little different from Battlefield 2. I, I kind of miss the way it was in Battlefield 2 because the commander could run around and shoot, but also jump back and forth between the commander mode and, and infantry mode or soldier mode, if you would. On Battlefield 4, if you're the commander, you're the commander. That's it. So you're staring at the screen. You're not running around getting kills. The nice thing is you don't die. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to go. Man, I, I got killed 800 times. Um, and I did a couple rounds, and it was nice because like I, the, some of the guys from our community were playing, and I could actually keep their squad selected and like promote them and bring in uh, extra support, drop supplies to them. So it's like I'm actually it's like another way for me to help out my team. And we did right. really well because the other team didn't have a commander, and I mean we just smoked them two games in a row. And um, I can bring in an AC-130 that our I guess. I guess the people can somehow get into it as it's flying and, and shoot down at the enemy and stuff like that. So I can, the commander's the one that calls those in. So it's pretty cool, and you have to, like, take flags. So you want to direct people to certain bases and direct squads, go attack this, defend this, whatnot. And if you keep your flags up, then you get all these extra bonuses to help take on the enemy. So it was kind of cool, and I kind of enjoyed it. But I, I can see why a lot of people don't use the commander mode, because... It does get kind of boring, I think, after a while. It was kind of fun at first. I did two games, but by the end of the second game, I'm like, oh, well, I, I, I'd rather go and get back down into the action. So, But uh, still, it was good. I, I'm enjoying it, and I did buy the premium edition, so I'm getting all the DLC. and So I'm back, and I got I to gotta give it thumbs up. So <laughs> it's, it's a fun game, <laughs> and I'm glad to be able to say that. Wow. So, cuz I wanted I've wanted yeah, yeah. to I've wanted to play. You know, I honestly think the big my big issue with it is that I think I just maybe got burned out or you know, it's that mindset of like if you if you're frustrated, I don't like if you're dealing with stuff in regular life and then you go to play a game you just want to have fun and you're getting your butt kicked all the time, that's no fun. That's just more frustration. And I think that you know, maybe that's what was going on and it's just like I get frustrated with it and you know, it's more me than the game. <laughs> so, because there's times I enjoyed Battlefield 3, it's too. <laughs> it's always yeah, yeah. me. But I there's times I enjoyed Battlefield 3, but, you know, there was a lot of things. There's still a lot of things I don't like. You know, um, there's, like, I've seen, like, when you're going to spawn on somebody, if, if there's enemies around, a lot of times it'll say warning in the little window when you're highlighting them. Okay, I don't jump in there, but there's times where... There's no one on. There's no enemies highlighted on the map. There's no warning. You jump in, bam, you're dead. It's like, oh my gosh, you yeah, know. That's not fun. I I still don't know why Battlefield can't give you a three to five second timer. Even if your gun doesn't work, make it where you can't shoot, but no one can kill you for three to five seconds, so you can get in and get your bearings. And if someone's right in front of you, at least you got a chance to move. You know, and most of the time they're probably still going to get you, but. Give the guy spawning in a shot, and and I don't like spawning in the very back all the time because then you run five miles to get to the sh to get to the battle, <laughs> and, and as soon as you there. get there, bam, you're dead. You know, it's like come on, you know. So that type of stuff still frustrates yeah, me. Cute. But um, I, I just I, I'm resigned as just saying let it go, and um, you know, just focus on other things and whatever. So, but anyways, I, I've rambled on enough. But that's all I've been playing uh, this week. So awesome! You have a newfound love, my friend. <laughs> so that's it. All right. Okay, let's uh, get on with the topics then for this week. Uh, first thing that we're going to start off with: this made uh, quite a bit of headlines this past week, where Microsoft uh, was kind of called out for paying people to say positive things about uh, <gasps> Xbox One, no. Microsoft, etc. And, and this was on YouTube. And, you know, one thing that really, really angers me about this whole thing is we did not get a penny of that. <laughs> Freaking jerks. I know. Microsoft sucks. Go Sony! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go, wow, what uh, a reversal. First, go Battlefield, now Sony. <laughs> go Dreamcast. Go Dreamcast. <laughs> But uh, once the dust kind of settled and uh, the initial reactions kind of subsided, uh, the truth kind of came out where Microsoft paid Machinima 
to do some marketing for them. I guess they got paid a million dollars or something like that to do marketing for Microsoft, Xbox, et cetera, et cetera. And this was a machinima promotion. So it was not actually direct from Microsoft. Microsoft basically says that uh, th this partnership between Machinima and Microsoft was a typical marketing partnership to promote Xbox One. In December, the Xbox team does not review any specific content or provide feedback on content. Any confidenti confidentiality provisions, terms, and other guidelines or standard documents, blah, 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 blah. So they're basically saying that it wasn't them directly. This is something that happens normally. I'm sure it happens with all these different companies. And... Um, you know, next time this happens, uh, think of this Xbox Life. Okay, please. <laughs> yeah, although, you know what? We usually say positive things about them anyway. So maybe we just got to start ripping on them a little bit to get some. Is, isn't the, uh, I mean, the name of the show should be positive. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, we're not always positive, you know. No. And, I mean, I think it's kind of stupid people are making a big deal about this. So um, it's it's marketing. It's advertising. Everybody does it, and you're going to hear about a very similar story to this here in a few minutes. Another company doing the same thing. So, yeah. I, I mean, this is nothing new. They're, where I don't like it is where they're paying, they try to pay out, what was that, GameSpot a few years ago, where the guys you know, from Giant Bomb, they left GameSpot because yeah. oh, they were yeah. saying yeah. that uh, the GameSpot was taking money for... To, for positive reviews of a game. Now that's different. That's I like think that's Viola, isn't it? Be, yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's just like, oh yeah, your game's a ten when it's not, just because the company paid you. That I think is different because they're viewed as, you know, that is supposed to be an actual review. Um, this is this is different. This is marketing. This is, you know, I mean, if Microsoft came to us and said, hey, if you say something positive about Xbox One, you're gonna get a couple of bucks. Well, of course we're going to have positive things to say. I mean, there's going to be negative things that we don't like, too, but most sure. everything is a positive. But the the difference is, is, I guess, and people are getting upset, is that they don't realize that it's a paid sponsorship. But, I mean, what do you think everything on TV is? You know, um, like when you get these celebrities, it always says compensated endorsement on the bottom of the screen. That means they were paid to say those nice things about that product. Yeah, and they were paid it, lots of money. Exactly. Lots so, of money. It's ridiculous. This is not a big deal. This is nah. it's stupid. It shouldn't even be in the news. It's just something for the haters to try to heap more hate on Microsoft, and I just don't get it. Um, it I, I really agree with that because this is just another thing in a long string of things over the past couple of months where Microsoft can seem to do no rights with anything. They release a new console, there's big issues with it. They do X, there's issues with it. How they market their stuff, there's issues with it. It just, the media, like you said, is really going after Microsoft. I'm not saying that Microsoft does everything perfectly, but... No, they don't. It, yeah, it's... Oh, I mean, yes, they do. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Rob. They do nothing wrong. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! <laughs> They are perfect. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, Mark, we got free Skype minutes. Hey, wait a yeah. second. <laughs> wow. Gee, thanks. <laughs> I can sit in my Xbox One dashboard all day for free. <laughs> hey, I will say one positive thing that I do like about the Xbox One dashboard is the lack of ads. <laughs> um, someone was saying in our community group that they, they missed yeah. the old dashboard. I like the new one. It's like three pages you got one to the right one to the left that's it you know it's yeah. really easy to find stuff and you're not it's got all that advertising all over the screen um i i like what they've done so anyways but that's off topic it's just something i thought of but let's well, not blow this out of proportion people it's advertising duh advertisers get paid to say it positive happens. things about a product yeah those people on the commercials that you see on tv they got paid exactly all right so this next story... Oh, do you have anything else on that, Rob? Nah. Okay. This next story I thought was kind of interesting. Microsoft built 75 Xbox One prototypes before mm -hmm. it settled on its finished design. And I'm like, 
what I find interesting is like 75 different prototypes and this is what we got. <laughs> it's a square box that has half matte, half glossy finish to it. <laughs> it doesn't look like they put a lot of effort into it. I mean, I know there's more to it on the, you know, than just the outside aesthetics, but but anyway, to give you kind of to give you give you kind of a a similar type of thing. I, I work with uh, Cisco equipment. And one of the products that used to get installed on a Windows server back in the day, it had a screen, not a screensaver, uh, a background wallpaper image, whatever you want to call it. It took Cisco's product team for that product four months, I was told, to just choose which wallpaper to use. <laughs> yep. So, it's a lot goes into it, man. Oh yeah, uh, there's there's so much discussion about these things, so I can just imagine what it's like to make something like a console. It, it just must must be silly. But, but sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, that's okay. My um, but Microsoft's designer Carl Ledbetter uh, revealed that the game console went through many 3D printed incarnations before the company settled on a final product. There were 75 system prototypes. There was 100 for the Kinect. <laughs> Why I, that one? I think why, they made more than more prototypes that connect than they did the actual system. I think that's odd. And two hundred for the gamepad. Wow. The development team spent a long time to find balance between familiar Xbox design cues and a desire for an always-on media hub. Uh, whether or not you think Microsoft achieved its goal, it's clear that Xbox One's current look uh, was never guaranteed. So it's like. Wow, I just think that's interesting that how much went into just the design of the stuff. I mean, that's crazy. Or 375 oh, yeah. different prototypes to total for for those. Just imagine items. the just imagine the design teams just having to churn these things out. It's like just sitting there brainstorming. Hey Fred, you got a new one? Yeah, here's a new one. It looks like a donut. This one looks like a pen. <laughs> Whatever, but yeah. Interesting. Then uh, Killer Instinct uh, is going to have a new character coming out, I believe, this month. Um, yeah, later this month. Uh, Spinal is the name of the character. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. That is all. <laughs> that is all. I mean, not much to say about it. All right. Killer Instinct, get a new character. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, they rotate them out, so... Yeah. All right, so we talked about uh, uh, the Microsoft scandal, if you will. Well, EA oh. is in the same scandal. Um, they are reportedly paying YouTube channels for coverage. Um, Electronic Arts has issued a statement um, saying uh, regarding its policy of paying YouTube channel owners for coverage. So through EA's Ronku program, some fans are compensated for the YouTube videos they create and share about our games. The program requires that participants comply with FTC guidelines and identify when content is sponsored. User-generated videos are a valuable and unique aspect of how gamers share their experiences playing the games they love and one that EA supports. So, but again, it's coming, you know, um, it's the same thing. Everybody's kind of up in arms that EA would pay YouTubers to give positive reviews of their games. Duh! It's advertising. I mean, you know, the way of the future is digital. The way of the future is the internet. Um, you know, a lot of people go to YouTube and uh, IGN and stuff to get their video game news and stuff like this. We look at game trailers and game spots and giant bombs and, you know, we, we turn to these people. You guys are listening to us. Just We're not even professionals. You just... I don't know why you listen to us, but, you know, to hear some regular schmoes giving their opinion and thoughts on the games and the console. It's and fun. It's, you know, and we don't get paid. Now, some people get paid, and again, but those are the guys that are probably bringing in a million views a day, you know. Well, EA's going to want to advertise to that group. It, that's all it is, is advertising. So, again, this is not a big deal. I don't see why, again, but EA is a company everybody likes to beat up on, and so they're a target just like Microsoft right now. So, you know, again, it's not a big deal, people. Um, and if your Sony fanboys are, you know, are out there, you know, or anybody that's, you know, maybe your Call of Duties or 
fanboys or oh you battlefield people you your company sucks whatever just ignore them you know it's childish and stupid and everybody pays to get the good word out about their product that's called advertising so it's the way of the world not even give it any more coverage yeah so all right Rob. All right. Uh, if you're looking for some more games on your Xbox One, you might want to check out Xboxy. This is something, uh, Mark, I think you posted it in the Facebook group a couple days ago uh, when you first found this thing. And uh, it, it's pretty interesting. What it is is uh, the Xbox One, of course, has uh, Internet Explorer on it, and that supports HTML5, which then lets you do HTML5 games that are out there for uh, web browsers on the web and all that good stuff. So Xboxy is run by uh, a person named Citadel Saint, where he, uh, the site kind of puts together the ones that you can play together or that you can play on the Xbox One. Some of the titles that the site supports are uh, Bejeweled, right? That's one of yeah. your favorite games there. Cut the Rope, Pac-Man... Uh, Freerider HD, which I think is kind of like a Trials game, isn't it? Or it's just a big game? I, I, don't I don't know. I didn't try it. Yeah, 1945, Super Breakout, Contre Jour, I think is the name of this one. I remember this thing being out on Android a while back. It's a really funky-looking, weird game. Uh, Missile Command, Flow Colors, Solitaire, a whole bunch of stuff. So if you're kind of looking for something new... Uh, to play on your Xbox One while you're waiting for the next uh, wave of titles to hit. Uh, I guess before Tomb Raider, which comes out this week. <laughs> Wasn't actually Tomb Raider. That's really like the first game since Peggle, isn't it? Or Max? No, Halo. Peggle, oh, then yeah, Max, yeah. Then, then Halo came out. So Yeah, that's right. Spartan Assault. So if you're uh, looking for something to kill some time, then uh, check it out. Xboxy. Yeah, it's, X, it's Xbox IE. Xbox. I say it Xboxy. Xboxy. I call it Xboxy as well, but it's just yeah. easy to remember. It's Xboxie.com. Also, uh, keep in mind that um, Rob, you left the biggest game off the list. Pong is now on oh, Xbox yeah. One, baby. <laughs> it's Pong. Yeah. So, how dare you diss Pong? No, it's table tennis. That's what it is. <laughs> All righty. Moving on, moving on. Oh, then I, I can also bring in Lunar Lander. Yes, I actually want to play that one. <laughs> I like Lunar Lander. But anyways, Happy Wars... <laughs> Uh, if you guys remember, for all you gold subscribers, you were able to play this free-to-play game uh, called Happy Wars. Well, Microsoft has removed the gold restriction. Um, and Happy Wars is now, even if you're a silver gamer, if you have a silver subscription, which is a free, you can play Happy Wars free. Um, and that's part of the 11th update for the game. So this allows 360 owners to play it regardless of their Xbox Live subscription level. As the platform's first free-to-play game, it was previously locked to those with gold-level subscription instead. Unpaid Xbox Live users can play every facet of the game, save for multiplayer uh, missions in the treasure map sections, which remain locked to gold subscribers. Uh, the update also adds a new game mode called Bounty Hunters, in which players earn bounties by defeating enemies big towers and conjuring other towers adding to their team's total the mode is available until uh, January 29th which is just a couple more days the title update also fixes um, issues that prevented progress in the cancel defense mode adjusted the item leveling system and changed the game's training mode into skirmish mode so and this game has exceeded 6 million downloads in a year Wow. so I guess there is something for free to play yeah, so, but it's so if you've got free silver, to try. Yeah, if it's if you got a silver membership, you can now play it. So that's happy. Happy. It's a happy war. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Immersion is a prototype headset that was designed by uh, a gentleman out in Seattle, Sam Matson. What's interesting about this headset is that it has a it's like a built-in heart monitor of sorts that can track your pulse basically 
kind of picking out when you're really getting into the game as, as you're playing a game. And then the game can ramp up the difficulty, which doesn't make sense to me. So, okay, Mark, check this out. So you're playing a game and you're really getting into it. Your heart's racing now, which probably means that things are getting kind of heated in the game, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you're, in, you're playing BF4 and, and you're in a firefight. All right? Do you really want it to get more difficult <laughs> at that point? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. <laughs> I would think they would make it a little easier for you. I know. That's like punishment. That's, that's like backwards to me. But hey, uh, maybe it makes sense to some. Well, obviously, it makes sense to somebody. So this uh, immersion headset, uh, which by the way is for the 360 uh, as of right now, uh, it's a it's a prototype. Uh, we don't know if it'll ever make it to the market, but uh, you can check out uh, the prototype on the interwebs at uh, sammatson.net/immersion. It looks kind of funky. It looks really really funky. And, uh, yeah, I, I would probably say this thing isn't going to make it. It's a cool I idea, but... Don't get the yeah. point. Yeah. But. Especially when you've got something like the 360, which can use the Kinect to do the same thing, and you don't need a headset. Right. Right? Because it right. can... I think the Kinect senses your heart rate through skin color changes. I, I believe that's what I read. But, I don't uh, yeah. All right, moving on. All right. Back to you, my friend. All right, moving on. Uh, if you guys are jonesing for a new uh, golf game and, and you want to get away from the Tiger Woods, well, HP Studios has announced a new golf game, and this will be a direct competitor to T, uh, EA's PGA Tour series, recently called Tiger Woods. Uh, the Golf Club is the name of the title. And as interesting as the game looks... Um, the, the title does seem a bit odd, The Golf Club. But this game's coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It will feature procedurally generated courses that can be shared with other players through the game's social media hub. Editing tools will allow users to fine-tune courses, and HP Studio says loading and wait times between holes will be next to zero thanks to the nature of the game's procedural generation. Uh, users can even create and share custom tournaments and tours. Uh, this game is built on the Unity engine and plans to uh, launch out uh, this spring. So, if you're looking for a new uh, golf game, uh, there should be available this spring. And it actually does look pretty good. Pretty amazing graphic, graphics. So, if you want to see more, see some videos, look for the Golf Club. So. Very cool. A couple weeks ago, you might have, uh, you might remember that we talked about the new documentary that Microsoft is creating, where they're going to be what, esca- excavating the e. supposed lo- location of Atari, yeah. uh, burial of the ET cartridges. Mm-hmm. Well, that uh, portion of of Microsoft, uh, Xbox Entertainment Studios, uh, they just hired a programming director from AMC, which I believe is what, American Movie Channel? Uh, Anyway. I think so. Yeah. At least that's what it used to be. Now it's... The the latest trend is the name no longer stands for anything. It's just the letters. So maybe it just is AMC now. But anyway, uh, the gentleman's name is Ari Mark. So he joined up with uh, Xbox Entertainment Studios in Santa Monica. His claim to fame so far has been that he's worked on a bunch of uh, series, TV shows, uh, including The Pitch, uh, Small Town Security, <laughs> okay, and uh, The Walking Dead talk show called The Talking Dead, which I believe is the show right after The Walking Dead. It is dead live. I'm not... I'm not 100% sure on that because I don't actually watch a show live. It, talking you sort dead, of miss these things on DVR. Talking Dead is, yes, it, it's a talk show that yeah. follows the, sh- the show immediately. Yeah. They did the same thing for uh, Breaking Bad. Um, right. It's called Talking Bad, I think. They did it for just an episode or two. Okay. So. And they did it for all those Housewives shows. 
Oh, did that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, come on, you know. But AMC know stands for American Movie Classics. Classics, okay. Sounds good. And then he also worked on Comic Book Men, which I did catch a couple episodes. I, I lost interest in that one pretty quick. I was really disappointed by it. I had such high hopes for it. <laughs> did you ever check that one out? I've seen it once or twice. It's a little yeah. odd, but... yeah. Yeah, that's the one where uh, Kevin Smith, the guy who did The Clerks and yes. all those shows, he's got some comic book shops, and it's kind of like what happens with his staff. Right. But they Seems just like, sit around scripted. and talk. Yeah. yeah. Well, all these things are scripted. So yeah. There is no reality TV anymore. <laughs> it's reality, scripted reality. <laughs> there you go. So... So that's that. We'll, we'll see what happens with uh, with their content. It's cool that they're doing it. I, I just hope it delivers. I do too. All right. So Microsoft has shipped 3.9 million Xbox One consoles and 3.5 million Xbox 360 consoles during the second quarter of 2014. And if that sounds odd, that's because it's their fiscal 2014. So... Not the not the real one, um, but their start, second like... their second quarter ended December thirty first. Okay, so, so it starts in June. Correct. Um, so the companies, uh, yeah. So they, I mean, three point nine million Xbox Ones, three point five million Xbox three sixties in that last quarter of the year. Uh, earlier this month, Microsoft announced that it shipped more than three million Xbox units by the end of twenty thirteen. So I guess overall, their final number was three point nine. Uh, they reported a 24.52 billion in revenue and a s almost 8 billion in operating income for the quarter. The devices and consumer portion of Microsoft's businesses, which houses all things Xbox, grew by 13% year over year to almost 12 billion dollars. Um, they quote, "Our commercial segment continues to outpace the overall market, and our devices and consumer segment had a great holiday quarter," said Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer. So it looks good. Things are, uh, I mean, they're they're making money. That's good. That's what we want. It's for them to continue uh, supporting this thing. So. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All right. If you're looking for uh, some more games to play, uh, you can look forward to February 21st, where, oh, what's the name of this company? Sandlot. Sandlot's got uh, Earth Defense Force 20. 25 hitting the Xbox 360 uh, on February 21st. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Is is there a um, a, a U.S. date? Because it looks like Europe might I be don't. February 21st. Anyway, I'm sure it's probably somewhere around uh, the same time. Anyway, uh, this is a follow-up for the 2007 release of Earth Defense Force 2017, uh, where um, there's going to be even more giant-sized insectoid types for players to exterminate in local and online cooperative multiplayer matches. And then they're going to have uh, downloadable mission packs released following uh, the release, which means DLC just I guess another way to say DLC uh, adding up to a total of 45 additional levels on top of the game's lengthy campaign oh North America release is February 18th so go. 18th in the US and then 21st in Europe there look for go. that soon Yep. back to you alright so more Titanfall news and this is good news Titanfall is not going to have microtransactions. That is awesome news. Um, but the developer is still undecided about a DLC season pass. Um, I would say that they probably will do a DLC season pass. I think that's crazy. What if if they're not doing a season pass? I mean, I guess. Well, they may just say, you know, we're just not going to do season pass, and we're you know you'll just pay for the stuff because everybody's going to pay for it whether there's a season pass or not. But um, I think the season pass is kind of a good way to go, because um, in the past they've shown that usually, you know, the first couple map packs people really buy, they sell a lot. Then when they get to the third and the fourth ones, they really taper off. So if they can sell you three of those 
and give you the last one free, they actually end up making more money. So I guess they've statistically shown that it's best just to give like the last one away. Um, so they end up making more money. But, you know, I like it. I think it's a good deal if it's a good game. It, it allows me to, you know, buy it, pay for it all up front, and then, you know, you just, it's like, hey, there's a free add-on. It almost feels like it's free later on. And you get to come back and play that game later and get new content, and you don't have to dish out money later on. So right. I like the idea of the season pass, so... Um, but uh, we don't have any word on that yet. But good news, there will be no microtransactions. So, and this game is coming March 11th. It's not too much further away. We're about what five, know, six right? weeks yeah. away. Sounds about right. About six weeks. So, can't wait. It's one of those other things that are just going to be upon us immediately. It's we keep talking about these things, and they seem so far away. <laughs> and then it was last week. Yep, exactly. You know, you know what I mean. I mean, so yeah, my Xbox is soon? like what? Well, two months old now. It's so old. Yeah. <laughs> so. All used up. Oh, All right. Yep. One thing we've been talking about a couple of times over the past uh, couple of months is about the cost of digital games because we've kind of made some decisions. At least you and I, Mark, and I know some of our listeners have, uh, in regards to. Uh, do you want to go all digital with the next generation? And there is an appeal, uh, at least for me, because I hate dealing with media. Just I, I, I lose my discs. Well, they're somewhere in the house, but I just don't know where. They get scratched because I never put them back in the cases properly. Or worse yet, they wind up on spindles somewhere in the middle uh, with all my uh, PC discs and so forth. And one thing that kind of stinks about going all digital, at least for the moment, is that digital games are always full price. Uh, you can find, or you used to be able to find a couple weeks ago, there's a bunch of titles available, I believe on Amazon and Best Buy, where you can buy uh, the retail release discs for Xbox One for 40 bucks, which is, what, a 30% a discount, 33% discount? If I if I have my math right, is sure. the normal titles are sixty bucks, fifty nine ninety nine, and so if you're going all digital, you kind of get punished in some respects. At least your wallet gets punished. And there was some discussion about this on uh, looks like on Reddit over the past week, where uh, they were basically talking about how um, Microsoft kind of bumped up the pricing on some of their digital releases and so forth and uh, Major Nelson kind of jumped into the discussion and he goes we're aware of this and many of the concerns of the community uh, and then he went on to reassure the commenters that competitive pricing is on the agenda so I really hope that this thing comes through because I know how if you look at it from a from a income money standpoint when Microsoft sells a game themselves digitally, they basically make more money on the game. So at a $60 title, all of that goes to Microsoft and the publisher and, and so forth. Whereas when you have a $60 title at retail, there's a whole bunch of people that get a cut of that in addition. So you've got the retailer, you've got distribution, and who knows what else that gets a cut of this. So Microsoft, the publisher, and so forth, they get a smaller cut. So I, I really think that it works out better for them to do a digital release, but it would also be nice to be able to pass on some of the savings to us instead of just basically going, hey, hey, hey look, look at all the money we're making. You know, kind of like sitting in a bathtub full of money going, yeah. wee, wee, you know. So it uh, looks like... Bobby this, Kodak. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like this is something that they're at least aware of and they have acknowledged it, at least Major Nelson did. So I hope that they go through and they offer some kind of discount because um, I was really, really tempted by those $40 titles. I think one of them was Assassin's Creed and I forgot what the other ones were. I was really tempted by it just because, hey, that's 20 bucks savings. For a title, it's like I can I can deal with a disc for a while. <laughs> I have up until now, so uh, hopefully they do something about this, and hopefully it works out in our best interest. 
Well, Back just to you, my friend. in case anyone's what? wondering, um, Power Star Golf actually is uh, on sale right now, but that ends Monday tomorrow, the 27th. So tonight might be the last night. So if you were listening today, then you know you might and you want to get that. It's like five dollars off. So I think it's like fifteen bucks um, yeah. on Xbox One. So if you're looking for something, a sale, it's the only one available at the moment, discounted. But uh, at least it's there. So yes. All right, so we talked last week about a game coming out called Evolve, and the there's going to be this is going to be a four-player game. Basically, it's four against one. So someone's going to play some big giant creature, and then you're going to have the four other players are going to be basically humans trying to take this thing on. So the question I guess came up about why Left for Dead devs are sticking with the number four for players with this game. Um, and basically, just the the story goes that when Valve first got their hands on Turtle Rock's Counter Strike mod, Left for Dead, which was interesting, I never realized that was a Counter Strike mod. It tried upping the number of players from four to five or six, even after Turtle Rock said it wouldn't turn out well. Valve tried it and it didn't work out, and Left for Dead shipped with four playable characters. So Evolve, Turtle Rock's next-gen monster shooter, sticks with four hunters fighting against one monster. Turtle Rock isn't sure why four players works out best, but creative director Chris Ashton shared his theory recently with Game Informer. He said, What happens is there's a weird thing in that most people, I think, are able to track three friends. I can know that you're over here, and you're in front of me, and you're to my left. And I can keep that in my mind, and I can keep in my mind that you have 50% health, and you have 80% health, and I can keep track of that and fight another team. But if it's four guys, I feel like I'm always losing one. I always don't know where someone is. I don't know where someone's health is. Keeping track of four other friends is too much. So those who, who play as the super-powered monster will have their hands full keeping tabs on all four enemies, Ashton said. That's what makes it a challenge for him he said. As soon as you kill one guy and get one guy out of the picture, I think three humans are way easier to deal with and keep mental tabs on. I, I, what do you think of that, Rob? Do you really buy into that? No. I, I know. It seems kind of odd to me. I mean, yes, I think it is easier to keep track if you just got a couple buddies. I do believe that, especially for me. It's easier to keep track of what's going on. and But... I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I think the game would still kind of play the same, but I don't know. Yeah, you seems, think? Seems kind of weird. Yes. <laughs> so, but anyways, that's his theory of why four players works. So. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. All so right. Uh, more more Killer Instinct news. Uh, the next Killer Instinct free-to-play fighter is Thunder. Thunder. No, not Thundar. Thunder. <laughs> I guess not a barbarian. Uh, so Thunder, or Chieftain Thunder, is going to be replacing the uh, Vicious Fury Saberwolf. Yeah, now this is okay. like, if you're just doing the free-to-play, I think you only get you only can play with like one character at a time, right? Yeah, it's think. like one or two. And they like rotate that, yeah. that character out every so often. So, like now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so Thunder wields devastating tomahawks in the reimagining of the arcade and uh, Super NES uh, game, uh, which features a handful of characters from the original game in the series since launching alongside Microsoft's Xbox One in November. The free-to-play character slot has rotated three combatants into the fray, first offering uh, players a taste of the action with Jago, I believe. Jago, Jago. I mean, that's the one I remember from Killer Instinct. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Thunder is uh, the new one. And then uh, we'll have Fulgore. That's another one coming in March. Okay. Yeah, they're adding because there was, an, I think, a roster of eight. They're going to add yeah. to that eventually. They're going to, I don't know how many total we're going to have, but I think we're going to get 16 total, I think, fighters for that game. Yeah. 
So, but all right. All right, so moving on to our last story. Um, this one is another, oh boy, more more hoopla, more hate at Microsoft, more Xboxes mm. sucks. Um, Tomb Raider, the definitive edition, has gone gold. And uh, some people already have it. Some stores are selling it early, even here in the States. Yeah, I was really um, surprised by that. And others are being told they have to wait till the release date. <laughs> yeah. So, but Tomb Raider Definitive Edition has come out, and um, oh boy, is it causing uh, the fanboy rage and hate going back and forth. The the flame guns are the flamethrowers are in full effect with this one. Uh, the PlayStation 4 version of the game has been confirmed to run at 60 frames per second. And the Xbox One's version frame rate is more on the 30 frames, up to 45 at times. So, of course, the, everybody's like, oh, Xbox sucks, PlayStation's better, blah, blah, blah. Now, the only reason I'm going to bring this story up is because what I don't... I personally don't care about 1080p or 720p. I personally don't care about 30 frames a second or 60 frames a second. You know, I couldn't tell you what my game is, what it's playing at. All I know right. is they look great. There's games that run at 360 that look amazing, and they're fun yeah, to yeah. play. I mean, I want to play a game. You know, this is a better version than what was on the 360, and the 360 game was fantastic. It was gorgeous, yeah. and it played great, and I loved it. So what I don't like about the story is, again, it's more negative press towards the Xbox One, which I think is not, it's not relevant. I don't think it's that big of an issue, and I think it's just being blown out of proportion, and people are latching on to it to, to heap more hate when it really, it's like, you know, if if there's a major failure or something, like the three ring, three red lights of death or whatever, the red ring of death, that was something that you, that was a legit Okay, that's why you hate a company. I think the PS4 shipping with all these hardware issues or people can't even use them on day one, I think that's a, an issue. You know? Yeah. Running a difference of frame rates between two different pieces of hardware, that to me is not a big issue. If the game runs great and, and looks great on the Xbox One, who cares? But some people do. So anyways, I want to read this. Um... Just so you guys all get this, get the hear what's going on. But again, the only reason I don't like this is because it's irrelevant negative press towards Xbox again. But um, Square Enix rep has weighed in on the issue, stating that delivering the core Tomb Raider gameplay at native 1080p and running at 30 frames a second was always our primary goal, given the type of experience Tomb Raider is and the exploration we want players to do. Anything beyond 30 frames per second for this version is gravy. Microsoft Senior Director of Product Management Albert Pinello has said the difference between the two versions were minor and defended the Xbox One version by reminding listeners that we've only just begun. The new generation of consoles. Everybody wants to focus on, you know, there's a frame rate thing going on with Tomb Raider, there's a resolution thing going on, and okay, there's a lot of reasons why that could be true, but we're weeks in. We just shipped. It's a long generation. Quote, I believe the difference in the PS4 and the Xbox One is not that great, and I know what's going on behind the scenes, and I probably have access to more information about some of this than a lot of people. Sometimes I think people tend to neglect the points that are in, in my favor, and they like to highlight the points that tell me that I'm wrong, Pinello said. I think these little things get way overblown versus the like of quality of the games and the real differences in the two experiences, which are pretty minor. Um, so that was Albert Pinello's response, and I, I mean, I honestly agree with him. You know, I've also read other stories that the developers said that they had their PlayStation dev kits a lot earlier than they did on Xbox, so they don't they don't have as much experience with those uh, with that platform yet. And again, is are you gonna really notice the difference? Uh, people did that with Call of Duty, it's like, oh, look at the difference, and I'm like, I don't really see a big difference here. It's so minor that you're not going to know it, especially in a fast-paced game. None of these things are noticeable. I mean, yeah, so... I, I agree. 
I don't get it. Um, but anyway, so uh, there was another story that I saw, and I'm sure it's stemming from this, but Microsoft has, I guess they're going to look at reducing the amount of GPU that is reserved for the OS. I guess it's 10% that yeah. they reserve for the Connect and for the OS and stuff. They're talking, I guess, reducing that down to 2% and freeing up an additional 8% to go towards uh, the gaming side of the house, if you will. Um, so, I, I, don't, you know, I don't know if that's in... I'm, I'm going to say it's probably in a direct response to all this type of negative press they're getting. They're, they're going to just make some tweaks and shift some resources over to the other side you know, so devs can do more with it. Um, but I, I, just... I think it's really to stave off some of this negative press because okay. it shows that they're making changes and they're being responsive. I, again, I don't know if it's for the right reasons. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it all seems just stupid. Again, it's like, it's been a weird week, man. You know, all this stuff, all this stuff that's making big news in video games, it's it's there's nothing there you know it's like they're trying to make something out of nothing that's what all this stuff is so I, we just need more games <laughs> i think we yeah. need more games so people can focus on playing and stop trying to create things to talk about that's right so but anyways that's it for me did you have any other last minute things to discuss no Rob? sir no sir all right so let's go ahead. We're going to jump into our community section. Uh, you can join our community. We, we use Facebook. Uh, so uh, if you want, you can look for This Xbox Life, all, all one word on Facebook. Um, you can email us anytime if you want, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, with that, we, we always post when new shows are available. Uh, when, our Twitch, when we start broadcasting on Twitch, uh, it's, it's tweeted out. And also when the uh, replay is available on YouTube, that's also tweeted out. So you'll, you'll always know when the shows are released. And um, with that being said, we have a contest, if you will. And Rob, please remember, you need to get that contest page up for us. What's up? Okay. It's up um, live right now. And this contest is a direct result of you guys supporting us by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon and doing all your shopping. You can go to that link, bookmark that link. That way, anytime you go to the Amazon page, use that link, and you will always be using our affiliate page. Um, same, same great low prices, um, and it just supports our show. And because of that, I'm now going to put up an image of an Xbox game. All you need to do is go to our website, thisxboxlife.com. Is it forward slash contest, Rob? I believe that is it. Uh, yeah. Just okay. go to thisxboxlife.com, and then up at the top of the menu, uh, the second object is contest. Just click on that. All it's right. less typing. <laughs> there you go. And all you got to do is we'll put their gamer tag in and the name of the game. So that's it, as you see on the screen. If you're hearing us on audio, you can always you got till next Saturday evening to watch the the, the YouTube replay of this episode, and just. You can even fast forward if you wish to this section to see what the name of the game is. Okay, full title, please. Give me the full title. Alrighty. And then the winner of that will be randomly chosen next Sunday. We'll announce it in the next episode who the winner is of the $10 gift card uh, from Microsoft. And then next week we will have another game image that we will show, and it will be the same thing for the next eight weeks. We'll just keep handing these things out. So, again, thank you guys for supporting us um, through Amazon. We really appreciate it. That's right. All right. So, we got we got some games this week, Rob. Finally. Ooh, it's We've kind of been skipping over this entire <laughs> section the last few weeks. So, uh, with the 360, we've got a whole two titles that are coming out. First of all, there's Tomb Raider Game of the Year Edition. Fantastic, fantastic game. If you don't have an Xbox One and you haven't played Tomb Raider, definitely get this game. It's fantastic. And then also we've got Dragon Ball Z, Battle of Z. Yeah. For Xbox One, of course, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, which we've talked about 
seemingly incessantly for the last couple of weeks. It's finally going to be out on Tuesday, I believe. Correct. And for those lucky people, uh, especially those in our group that have been playing it uh, for the past couple of days now, they, they are very lucky. Very lucky to have gotten it earlier. So that's it, really. Just uh, two Tomb Raiders and Dragon Ball Z. Two for the 360, one for the Xbox One. I yeah. can't wait to start going back to the old lists. Remember that? When we'd have like 10 titles a week. Yeah. Well, where where can people buy these games, Rob? On Amazon. Of course. Just remember, uh, we just mentioned it. TheSexboxLife.com slash Amazon is the link. Uh, just make your Amazon purchases through there. And then uh, we'll have uh, fun contests like we're having right now. All right. So, uh, yeah, support the show. Support yourself. <laughs> all righty <laughs> um, that's it for me you got anything else Rob no that's it my friend all right then if you listen to us on iTunes please rate us five stars and again thank you for all your support I am Mark AK Wingman 709 I am taking off and I'm Rob also known as Presar thanks for listening everybody we'll catch you all next week and good luck uh, to everybody for the contest <laughs>